As far as the North Pole is from the South, we are bridging the knowledge gap from centuries past. We inspire you to find your true North. From Timbuktu to Alexandria, from the city of Johannesburg to New York, from the Zulus to the Dogon people, we are disrupting the knowledge economy. We are Sir Max Network. Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete or successful life unless one is rich. No man can rise to his greatest possible height in talent or soul development unless he has plenty of money. For to unfold the soul and to develop the talent, he must have many things to use. And he cannot have these things unless he has money to buy them with. A man develops in mind, soul and body by making use of things. And society is so organized that men must have money in order to become the possessor of things. Therefore, the basis of all advancement for men must be the science of getting rich. That's how we choose to start this episode of Samex Network. My name is Samex and we welcome you on all the platforms that you find ourselves in. This broadcast is live on Mahikeng FM, Kopanong FM and also Northwest University FM and all the major podcast platforms across the globe. We welcome you and we thank you for being part of this podcast today of this uh, show today. We're inviting you to be part of the conversation on all our um, social media platforms or you can send up a WhatsApp text if you want to be part of this conversation. It is on 064-729-0819. 064-729-0819. If you have a question, a comment or an experience that you want to share with us, we'll be so happy to take your comment into this particular platform today. You know what we do Every week we're trotting the globe to bring you some of the world's top, top, top minds. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that it is not different because we have a jam-packed show for you. We are joined on the show by an entrepreneur, a speaker, an author, and I'm an investor as well. His name is Billy Silicon. He's well-traveled. I mean, across the globe, he has addressed uh, amazing and great conventions all across the world. And today he gets to join us on the show to share his marvelous wisdom that he has acquired throughout his life in this platform. Billy Silicon is on the show today. Welcome to the show. Hey, Sam Thank you very much for having me and good evening to your listeners. Dr. Selekan, it's always a great pleasure I mean, to come and have the conversation with you, but most importantly, to come and sip from your cup of wisdom. How have you been during these difficult times of COVID? I've been fighting the good fight, my brother. Remember, we are energy and energy vibrates and the level of vibration that carry either attracts or repels. Indeed. So in times like this, we have to vibrate even higher. In times like this, we have even to vibrate even higher. Now, yeah. wealth creation is not something that occurs by chance. It is science. Absolutely. And Absolutely. more or less the exact science. And like any other field of science, there are certain immutable and unbreakable laws that you must follow in order to create wealth. You know, if you follow these laws, you will get rich. Period. It's like that. If you don't, you will struggle for decades, no matter how hard you work or how much money you make, because there's a difference between 
in making money and creating an insurmountable, stable, you know, flow of money. And our topic today, we want to talk about the universal laws of money. And I like what you said, because money is energy, Bradili. And yes. all across the world, we are chasing one thing. We seem to be chasing money. And it's not something that we start in today. It's just that it is worse with this generation. Because they will say money makes the world go round. You know, without money, nothing is possible. Because of the social, the globalization, the social impact of the time that we want to find ourselves in. We are all chasing one thing. We are chasing money. But do we know what money is? And what are some of the laws that can actually help people to understand money well? Because money behaves. Money has an attitude. But it is all controlled by these universal laws of money. Yes. Well, well, you know, uh, Sir Max, I always, uh, the, the question of money always fascinates me because, quite honestly, we're not, we're not supposed to be chasing money. We're supposed to be chasing something. Money is supposed to be the consequence of something else. Now, when I'm talking about uh, vibration and, and consciousness, that our, you know, our, our, the word emotion, it's energy in motion, okay? So when you vibrate at a certain frequency, the law of vibration activates the law of action, and through the law of of deservedness, you attract what you send out to the emotions you hold in your body. Now, there's, the vibration begins from 20 up to 700. Now, 700 is enlightened, you know, plus 700. Now, a lot of people vibrate below below 310. Mm. And below 310, it's neutrality. 200 is a bit of courage. 175 is a bit of pride. One feet to downwards, it's, it's, it's a very, very dangerous place. Because when we vibrate far below 175, it's about anger, desire, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, and shame. probably will be there. Yes. Now, I think we've got to define, you know, we've got to really give a poignant definition of what money is. Now, one of the greatest authors, Khalil Gibran, he wrote the most amazing book called The Prophet. Actually, that book is available. People can download it for free. Now, in this book, Khalil Gibran deals with subjects like you do, different subjects, you know? So people ask him questions about love, about death, about giving, and then he unpacks those subjects for people. So I thought it'd be poignant for us to really unpack the concept of money. So it begins with a merchant that, that you know, asks him, uh, Khalil Gibran, he says, speak to us of buying and selling, you know, because money does that. Money buys, and when you sell, you make money. And then his answer will unpack it in a way that if you have never understood it in this way and you get to understand it now, you will tap into its energy and its consciousness, and it's going to become easy for you. So he says, to you the earth yields her fruit, and you shall not want if you but know how to fill your hands. Okay? Mm. It isn't the exchanging of the gifts of the earth that you shall find abundance and be satisfied. The exchanging of the gifts. That's a key word. Yet unless the exchange is in love and kindly justice, it would but lead some to greed and others to hunger. So if this exchange is not governed by the laws of love and justice, greed is going to take over, poverty is going is to take root. And then it says, when you're in the marketplace, you toilers of the sea and fields and vineyards, meet the weavers and the potters and the gatherers of spices. Invoke then the master's spirit of the earth to come into your midst and sanctify the scales and the reckoning that weighs value against value. So it means when we meet, I must give you something valuable and in return you've got to give me something valuable. There has to be this law of true 
and, and, and spiritual reciprocity. And then it says, and suffer not the barren handed, the lazy people, to take part in your transactions. Who would sell you their words for your labor? To such men you should say, come with us to the field or go with us brothers to the sea, cast your net for the land and the sea shall be bountiful to you even as it is to us. And then it says, if there come singers and dancers and the flute players, buy of their gift too, because he speaks about the exchange, okay? And then it says, for they, I too, for they too are gatherers of fruit and frankincense, and what which, that which they bring through fashioned of dreams is raiment of food for your soul. I'm going to leave it here. So what Khalil Gibran says, says we live in an earth that provides for us, and those that have got hands will never be hungry. Bountiful you will get. Then it says some will go to sea. Some will, 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 will go to the vineyard. Some will go to the farms. And then they'll come to the market and exchange with others. And when they exchange, that exchange must be done in love and in justice. And when we do that, then we create an environment where everybody succeeds. You know, if you, if you go back to a little bit of biblical context, if you go to the book of Acts, the book of Acts will tell you that the first disciples, it is to say, none amongst them was rich or poor. So there was this natural justice happening, and exchange was fair. So if we understand this basic concept of money, then it becomes easy for us to unpack the laws and to unpack really how it affects us. Billy Selekani is my guest today, and we're encouraging you to be part of the conversation. Do you have a question, a comment, or an experience that you want to share with us? You can send us a short WhatsApp text on 064 819 Now, Dr. I, I hear you, powerful, powerful, powerful principles. Do you think these are the, the, the framework that you read from uh, Khal, uh, Khalil, Khalil Gibran? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are these the laws? Are these the principles? Are these is this is this still the foundation that determine the blueprint of our exchange and our, how we transact across the world? Absolutely. And I promise you, when we don't follow this blueprint, like he says, you know, when when we don't follow this blueprint, greed grows and then hunger increases. So people then steal, you know. I mean, if you look at corruption and, and all these kind of things, it's because people are stealing and they're breaking the greatest sovereign law of, of money. And therefore, whatever they steal can never give them a, 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 a place of reckoning. They can never get to that space of, 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 of fulfillment. That's why they keep stealing, because there's this void and this emptiness. And no matter how expensive a car they drive, how many expensive shoes they have, how many suits, they will still want more, because there's an empty void. And that void is caused by the fact that they have broken the fundamental laws of how money works. In a world where money accumulated through theft, through greed, through selfishness, Mm. has become so fashionable, has become a norm, has become normal in a way that uh, it's even glorified today. it, it becomes very difficult to convince people, particularly young people, to say one can get rich, one can get to the state of opulence following the universal laws of making money because of how selfishness and greed has mm. actually overtaken our culture today. Well, Max, I usually say that you don't have to convince the wise, you just have to teach the foolish. Mm. So why, you can't convince a wise person. You must understand that 
if, if you have to convince those person, there's a sense of foolishness. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. your responsibility is to teach them, you know. And, and, and it's not always the lesson. It is how the lesson is taught, mm-hmm. which is important. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Be- because sadly, uh, and again, it becomes a reflection of your society. You know, if your society values, you know, uh, wealth without work, they value pleasure without principles, uh, you know, they, they value religion over spirituality, then you get into this space called decadency, which means your society disintegrates. And a society that disintegrates, until it goes through a, 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 a global spiritual repentance, it can never truly become a exemplary society. History will rub it off, literally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to give you to talk about the universal laws of, of money and mm. what are some of the practical laws that people can follow. But before I do that, I need to ask you this question. Do mm-hmm. we in this modern world have an example of people or of, yeah, of the wealth that have been accumulated through these fundamental principles? Do, do we have, is there where we can point and say this is what we are talking about when we say there are laws, there are fundamentals that when you follow, you can actually accumulate wealth and make more money? Well, if you look at the top 10 billionaires in the world today, okay, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, what have those guys done? To, to create that wealth. What they've simply done, Max, is to find uh, what society needed and to fill that gap. And once they did that, society then gave them money back. So there are people, even in this country, South Africa, there are men and women who, from nothing, from nothing, they have built unbelievable wealth. We know. We've got examples like, like Herman Mashab. We've got examples like a gentleman called, uh, uh, he runs a group called the Masingita Group. We've got a lot of these men and women who have done these things properly and they've created great wealth. You know, because I, 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 it goes back to the fact that value must exchange value. Yeah. You know, if value doesn't exchange value, then you, then, then it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 somebody's not the, the better end of the transaction and therefore it's something's going to go bad so value has to exchange value you know we are Samex Network. We're going for a quick break. We are, our guest today is Billy Silegani. And if we've got a question, we're talking the universal laws of money. And after the break, he'll be unpacking it going further on some of the laws that you can follow, you know, that governs money, that governs this flow, the energy of money, that whoever, it doesn't matter whether educated or not, whether black or white, whether smart or not, if you follow these laws with mathematical certainty, you can have more money. We are leading a global quantum shift of the brain. We are engineering a shift in global consciousness. We are breeding a new generation of thought-provoking leaders. We are Sir Max Network. No man ought to be satisfied with a little if he's, has, he's capable of using and enjoying more. The purpose of nature is the advancement and the unfoldment of life. And every man should have all that can contribute to the power, elegance, beauty, and richness of life. And to be content with less, it is sinful. The man who owns all he wants for the living of all the life he is capable of living is rich. And no man who has not plenty of money 
can have all what he wants. That is why today we are talking about the universal loss of money. And to help us do that, it is a an award-winning, internationally acclaimed entrepreneur, Billy Silicani, to help us unpack that today. Dr. Silicani, some of the laws that governs money, some of the laws that controls whether you're going to have or not money, I'm going to allow you to run with it. Beautiful. So I want I want I want to teach them. I want to share them in such a way that uh, people could remember this. So I'm going to talk about five of them because these are the key ones. The first law is the law of abundance. Now, a lot of people they live in a space of scarcity inside the depth of their souls, and once you live in the in the space of scarcity, you become a repeller. You rep- things you you know that you you don't attract them now the law of abundance simply says that you've got to understand that there's enough for everybody you know that shall take us a short a lot of a lot of people have got this thing out shall take a short you know it's like <laughs> i always say to people you, when you go to a funeral or to a party and there's a buffet, I always say you must observe how people dish up their food. Mm. So people who dish up a lot of food, you can see they live in a space of scarcity. Because they think you know, they don't believe what this person over the same has always got enough food for them. So therefore, because they live in the space of scarcity, they repel, they cannot attract. Now when you live in the law of abundance, you understand this one profound truth that Anything that you do, any share value, any value that you share, the, the reciprocity of that will come in abundance. I mean, if, if again, if you go to the biblical context and, and biblical text, it says, you know, man would bring unto your bosom enough for your needs and the needs of others. So when you live in that space of abundance, you understand that because you live with an abundance mentality yeah, and you yes. understand this law, your thousand rands operates like ten thousand rands. Your ten thousand rands operates like a hundred thousand. Your hundred thousand operates like a million. But somebody who lives in a space of scarcity, a million operates like hundred thousand. Hundred thousand mm. operates like ten thousand. Ten thousand operates like a thousand. Because of the fact that they are not in sync with the vibration and the consciousness of this law, which is called the law of abundance. So that's the first law. Yeah. Just understand this one thing, you know, and, and, and you, you would observe this when you go and Max, me and you will work with corporate. People fight for positions. I yeah. say you're wasting your energy, you know. Apply for a job in Singapore. Apply for a job in the UK. Apply in Egypt, you know, because you, you live in a space of scarcity. You don't think you can work anywhere in the world. And, and probably you're right because you're not good enough to go and work anywhere else in the world, you know. Mm. So the first one is the law of abundance. Once you understand that there's more, there's so much that not one, not one person can, can own everything. I mean, if you look at historically the richest man on planet Earth was Mansa Musa. Yeah. Mansa Musa in today's money would have been worth $400 billion. Yeah. You understand? Yes. But definitely. there was still money. He didn't hold everything. There was still money. So that's the first law, the, first, the law of abundance. The second law, which is very critical, is the law of attention. Mm-hmm. Whatever you give attention to has to manifest. And whatever you don't give attention to does not manifest. Now, when I'm talking about attention, and I usually, you know, when we talk about this, 
And and for me, Max, quite honestly, it's it's a, speaking to people with money who have not taken time to raise their vibration. It's quite a difficult subject because they don't understand the simple basic laws. If you don't understand these laws, you're not making it. Mm-hmm. Now, I usually say to somebody, if you are employed, let's say you've been employed for six months or a year or two or five years, do you do your own financial year end, your own personal financial year end? Say I've earned so much. I've spent so much on this, I've spent so much on that, I've spent so much, I've saved, I'm going to invest. Do you do that? And I can tell you, less than 5% of people do that. Yeah. That's why less than 5% of people are super wealthy. Mm -hmm. Because if you do not pay attention to your money, what makes you believe you can grow it? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. People, People pay attention to their looks. They do makeup, they do nails, they do, they put the cut and paste, you know, that hair and whatever. Because that's where the attention is. And that, so they are, they are playing attention to consuming, not to creating and preserving and growing. Yeah. So the second law is if you do not give your money attention, when I'm talking attention, and, and by the way, Max, I also suffered from the same thing for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you have the ability to make money, you then have this arrogance that will keep making money. Yeah, yeah. You understand? And then something goes wrong. And you realize, oh my God, I don't have money. You ask yourself, what happened? And yeah. then you, you then you, you learn for the fact that you were not paying attention. Because you were not paying attention, there's a lesson for you to, be, to, be, to, be, to learn. And God or the universe had to teach you this lesson very painfully. Remove that money. Take it away from you. And you get into a space of panic. Once you get into a space of panic, you then ask yourself the deep, profound question, what did I do wrong? And then it takes you back to the fact that I was not paying attention. So the second law yeah. is the law of attention. You know, okay. I, would, I would really laugh at people and, and say to people, you know, uh, but, but hey, and I say, sadly, it's been like that for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. and it's, not, it's, not going, it's not going to change uh, until you now, pay attention. I want to, I want to, you, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry yeah. to, to disturb your trade of thought. Uh, yes. I want to engage on this one and I'll give you an opportunity again to run on yeah. some that you may have. The law of abundance. The law of yeah. abundance, basically it means there's enough for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So it means we, we, we should, because some people, you, you've got money and then, but in, in the back of your mind, you say, I know it's going to finish. You know, yeah. you counting. I know it won't be for long. You know, I, I know it's just a matter of time. This money will be finished. I, I, and that type of where you think somebody must go down for you to go up. I, yeah. I think th- that's a deficiency actually counteracting this fundamental law, which is the law, the law of our because the universe is limitless because most of the yeah. time what limits this law is because you limit it to your known channel you know yeah. not knowing that there are unknown and limitless channels that can actually fall, flow in your direction absolutely and you know that you know what causes that makes it's an illness called ILR 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 it stands mm. for illusion of limited resources mm, yeah you know, people have an illusion that resources are limited. Yeah. And it's a, therefore... It's a dog-eat-dog world. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Yeah. You know, each time I work with my customers, and they would say, competition, I say, Yo, you know, it's okay for you to have what I call market intelligence. It's okay. You need to know what's happening. But you can't waste your time focusing on a competition. You must focus on your competitiveness. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. You understand? Absolutely. And then, and then, and then, then there's a different vibration. You're not worried about what they do. You're worried about how well you can do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a different game altogether. So again, when you talk about abundance, but by the way, you must understand this, um, Max, that a lot of people, uh, you know, I always talk about this thing I call the money framework. I say to people that, uh, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to money, we all have a blueprint about money. True. Yeah. So your blueprint is essentially how you have been programmed to respond to money throughout your life. And it begins in your childhood. So wherever you are now, your behavior, your association with money, it's driven by that blueprint. And, and by the way, this blueprint is so deeply embedded in your subconscious mind that for, that, for it to change, your brain must be hacked. Mm. You know, because uh, the, the, the outcome of your life, the physical manifestation of what you see in your life comes from the spiritual and the subconscious uh, rooting and seeding. So what in your brain and in your subconscious has seeded the reality that you see. And I say to people, we don't see the world the way it is. We see the world the way we were programmed. Mm. The poorer the program, the poorer the perception of life. Mm. So, so therefore, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, I used to have this friend of mine. He used to always say to me, hey, you like to give, man. Yeah. And I say, yes, you know, because here's the truth. Somebody else does not have what we have. And I remember, and when you, when you, when you live in that attitude, the, the world and the universe embraces it and, and always shows up for you. I remember some point in time we were in Johannesburg and we were wanting to make our way back to Tembisa. And as we were going towards the taxi rank, we saw this, old, this woman with a child and they were sitting on the pavement. You could see these people are hungry. I went to them and said, hey guys, are you fine? Are you hungry? This woman says, hey, we haven't eaten, what, what, what? And I said, listen, bring that money here, transport. I said to my friend, we took the money at transport, we went and bought food and I gave to this lady and she was saying, hey, thank you. And we left. And so this one says, hey, Munna, you just took shelter transport. How are we going to get to Tembisa? And I said to him, the universe is going to respond. We've just, we've just, we've just delivered an act of compassion. There's no way that the universe is not going to reciprocate. And in exactly 10 minutes, we had a wuta. And it was a guy going to Tembisa who knew us. Who got into his car, we drove to Tembisa with him. The universe is certainly going to respond. We are the offspring of the men and women born from an incorruptible seed. Let me tell you who we are. We are the sons and daughters of the great scientists, engineers, mathematicians, teachers, healers, astrologers, thinkers, entrepreneurs, and orators. We are Sir Max Network. Indeed, we are Samex Network and we are live on Mahikenga FM 96.7, on Northwest University FM 105.5 and also on Kopanong FM. We are on all the major podcast platforms across the world and my guest today is the internationally acclaimed Billy Silikani. We are talking about the universal laws of money. We're inviting you to be part of the conversation right now as many people have done. You can send us a WhatsApp comment or a WhatsApp text on 064729 
0619. Do you have a question, a comment, or an experience about the conversation that you are having right now? 064-729-0819. Good evening, Sir Max and your guest, Mr. Billy Selekani. I'm listening to your show uh, very attentively. Uh, Mongesi Arthur Susan, thank you very much for being part of the show. You can do the same thing if you want to be part of our conversation now. Yes. One, I, I had this conversation with you and the powerful things that you said in our conversation saying money has no color. Money, yeah. money is neither good nor bad. It is our yeah. usage or our approach to money that determines how that yeah. money is it's go, it's going to be. It is energy yeah. basically. It is our yeah. response to it that determines the direction that, that money, money will follow us. Now, I want us to talk about the law of value because it's one of the principles I got from you yeah. to say, yeah. When you know your value yeah. You don't compromise You don't charge to accommodate that client No, 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 no yeah. You charge mm. based on your value And this yes. universe If you are true to yourself It will definitely support that Absolutely Absolutely And and, and when we talk about value Max, I always say to people There's a principle called the principle of fair exchange so value must exchange value. You know what I'm trying to say? You you mm-hmm. can't try and, and oversell me an old car. The next thing issue he led something he said, No, you can't do that. Then you've broken this you've broken the chain. You know what I'm trying to say? So yes. therefore you must always make sure that I usually say to people, undersell and over deliver all the time. Deliver in such a way over deliver. Yeah, deliver in such a way that the person that you're giving value to doesn't feel cheated but feel more obligated towards you. You know, and and I can and I can tell you now when I started my speaking uh, career some twenty years ago, I did not have a marketing budget or something. My marketing was when I was on stage working. I'm going to deliver such value that the person that invited me and the people that are in the room feel that what they paid me was not enough, and the only way they can reciprocate is to go out there and solicit business on my behalf. Mm, yeah, and and when people go to other people and tell them the experience that they have, they've had with you, money is no longer a question, because these people have already elevated your value. Mm-hmm. So, quite honestly, for over fifteen years, for over fifteen years, Max, I never ran marketing this, marketing that. I never did that because I deliberately made a specific choice. To become a man of great value. Yeah. To deliver value consistently. And to always make sure that when I work with clients, I give them much more than they expected. You know, and, and that's 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 the essence of value. And and that happens, Max, when you consistently sharpen the sword. Yeah. You know, as they say, iron sharpens iron. And and you know, there's nothing that inspires me more than someone who knows their stuff. You know, mm. you get into a, a restaurant or you get into a, a car wash or something and you see this person dancing uh, rhythmically doing what they're doing. And you can see this person is a person of high value. And by the way, in a normal circumstances, if you go to a car wash, they just take water and throw there, blah, 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 whatever. You pay what they said you must pay, you go. But if you go to a particular car wash and the people that are washing your car, they show so much energy, so much passion, and, and so much, you know, you know, high vibration, they're going to affect you. you. You will keep them naturally. Because that's how it works. True, true, true. They, they will get reciprocated, that, yeah. you know. So that's what I'm saying to people. 
you cannot become the person that oversells and underdelivers. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Okay. You know, you must always undersell and overdeliver. Does this concept, uh, a, a growing concept, which is which has become part of our our entrepreneurial culture, uh, particularly in South Africa, the idea of hustling, you know, mm. where people are hustling. I, I I don't know. Maybe it can be interpreted differently, but hustling contradicts, in my view, the law of abundance, where mm. you know, hustling. We, we are just hustling instead of saying we are going to thrive. Where people, it's not. It, it's just you know, wherever I can get it, it's okay as long as I can find a way to to sneak through it, and it's become a dominant force among the youth culture. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? The saddest thing about it is that people don't understand the essence of language. That language yeah. can enslave you or language can free you. You know? And, 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 you know, one of the things that I always find quite fascinating, we used to run a program, we'd bring entrepreneurs, run, you know, mastermind classes. And I would ask people, so what business are you doing? And, and then somebody says, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So, wow, that's very cool. So how many businesses do you have? They say, I've got three. I, that business, that business, that business. Then I ask them the multi-million dollar question. I say, of the three businesses that you have, how ma- which of the businesses that you have has made a million rent last year? Mm, yeah. And then they then start the excuses. Ah, you see Mr. Silicon, capital this. I said, no, no, no. Uh, just tell me, which one of them? Mm. None of them. I say, okay, good. I say, you know, there are two kinds of lenses, two lenses in the world. There's a lens called concave, and there's a lens called convex. Concave lens spreads light. Convex lens focuses light. And I said to somebody, if you take a piece of paper and take these two lenses, you can spend the whole day with a concave lens, that paper is not going to burn. But in a few minutes, with a convex lens, the paper will burn because energy gets focused in one area, the heat gets transferred. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I say to people, do one thing, just one thing, so exceptionally well, that that thing that you do becomes your place of integrity. Yeah. Where people know you for. And out of that place, other things will grow. But whatever grows, always make sure that it does not contradict the foundation of what you do. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I'll give you an example, Max. Whenever I get involved in a business, I would be in charge of the people side of the business all the time. Because I know this fundamental truth that the yeah. business of business is people yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah. That if you get people to vibrate at a particular vibration, they'll deliver value like you can never believe. Mm-hmm. Technical knowledge, buying machines is easy. It's not rocket science. But it's getting the people's vibration correct. So in any business that I get involved in, I fix the people, the people fix the business. Yeah. End of story. That's how I do it, you know. So this, this, this thing, uh, hustling, it's, it's a, uh, and I, and I always say, we've got to be honest about things. We, we cannot, uh, romanticize entrepreneurship. It's a difficult, difficult thing. Yeah. And here's the deal. Not all, not all wealth creation comes from an entrepreneur space. There are people who are employed, who do smart investing, who get in property, still employed, and they create wealth. Yeah. So we should not we should not have this illusion that wealth creation can only be done through entrepreneurship. No. There are people who are just simple investors. They make their money by working, they find a good uh, investment broker, buy the right kind of shares, they do compound, their shares grow, and eventually they make the money. 
Yeah. I've known I've known I've known people who friends of mine who says to me, I don't I'm not I don't have this entrepreneur thing that you have. I want my money month's end. But yeah. I was not I get a month's end. I want issues, you know. But some of them retire wealthy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But even that, with, with the right mindset, you can live a life of abundance. You can have yes. whatever that you need. Because isn't yes. it what life is all about? To get yes. what you want when you want it. Now, exactly. And how you want it. And how you want it. Now, a- another thing would be the issue of wanting what you want in life. To say, based on what I'm, what I'm hearing from you, it's about... Mm. Uh, to say we limit this universe and I like the law yeah. of abundance and pardon me for staying here in Tate Selekani because yeah. maybe we'll yeah. call you back into the show but this is the basis yeah. Probably this, is powerful. this is powerful stuff yeah. e- exactly yeah. where you saying we limit the universe because the universe has got no limit to what you can achieve yeah. or attain but it's yeah. you it's it's your close mindedness or your limitedness yeah. that actually determine how much you mm. can achieve achieve in your life but when you open your mind and know that it's not this source. I'm grateful for the source or for the channel that could be a salary for now, but it can be anywhere else, known and unknown. And people say, don't be afraid to name your price to the universe. If you yes. want to make 10 million at the end of this year, declare it, say it out, mm. put your mind into it and work towards it. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you a joke, you know, actually it's a funny thing. So yesterday I was speaking at this uh, convention and they booked me, I think, a year ago, and it just things just kept not working for them and what, what, what. Yeah. And then eventually they sent an email and said, hey, we don't think this thing's going to happen. Can you please pay us back? I said, no, I'm not paying you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this lady was like, I don't understand what you mean. We're not. I said, you are the people that kept postponing this. You've got nothing to do with me. Exactly. So I'm not paying you back. Yes. <laughs> And it was so funny because yesterday I reminded myself, remember you guys wanted to take money. I said, I'm from Tembisa. She'll take in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's, there's this principle. And it's true that the like yeah, money yeah, goes yeah, where money is. Where money is. Yeah. Uh, is it issues of energy? Is it issues of the law? energy and vibration? Yeah, energy, and, energy vibration. and vibration. Where money, yes, for some reason, money seems to be flocking where there is money. No, already. not, not for some reason. For one yeah. reason. One reason <laughs> only vibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's vibration. And by the way, it's not only vibration. You know what I usually say to people? Actually, some time back, I mean, long time ago, I used to have this Jewish friend of mine. And one day he said, so he asked me, so how much do you have? And yeah. I said, what do you mean? How much do you have? He says, no, 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 now in your pocket. You know, how much do you have? I said, no, I don't have money. And he says, you expect to make money. And I said to him, what do you mean? I expect to make money. He says, you don't have money anyway. But you expect to make money. Yeah. And he said, money is energy. So he says, you wrote a proposal, you gave it to client X. But you, when you entered that building, you had no money. So their money looked at you and searched for energy money. They didn't see energy money. So they're not going to give you the deal. And mm. this guy taught me something which was quite unbelievable. And I, and, and I did this thing for many years yeah. until my, my consciousness had grown. He used to say, carry the amount of money that you want to end the day. Meaning you carry it in your in your purse, in your purse, in your in your purse. Yeah. You want to earn twenty thousand a day, have twenty thousand because like attracts like. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny thing. 
try. Max, just try. Yeah. <laughs> just, just say, just try. to say, I want to earn 50,000 a day. I'm going to get 50,000 with me. Yeah. And see what happens. And, and amazingly, because, okay, uh, just on a later note, but when I met you last time, I mean, we had a mm. lot of cash with you when we were, yes. heading, when we were having our lunch. But, <laughs> yes. but also Jim Carrey, I read the story of Jim Carrey, where he yes. said, uh, for five years, he wrote a check to himself. A, a 10, $10 million, million dollar check. check. Yeah. Yes. He yes, carried yeah. properly for five to ten years. And guess what? After some and time, the, he no, got No, exactly. No, not after some time, Max. Yeah. Exactly at the time that he wrote that he was going to cash that check. He cashed it on the time. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> no, it's not amazing. You know why it's not amazing? Because <laughs> these things have been happening for thousands of years. Yeah. But it's just that people don't want to raise their consciousness by learning, you know? Mm-hmm. Ignorance is your worst enemy. And now, in the world of abundant information, the ignorant are themselves to blame and nobody else. I'm, I'm laughing. We're going for a quick break, but I'm laughing at the Silicon because I've got one of my brothers, my friends. This man digs you big time. He loves you so much. And when he heard that you'll be on the show, who he said, Sir Max, tell that man that I actually love him. I said, no, wait. I'll tell him it's okay. That's easy. But I can actually make it happen for you to have lunch with him. So, Itubelembahitad is a big fan of you. He likes you a lot, Brabili. No, tell him I'll come to my figure and we'll break bread. Done. Beautiful stuff, Itu. There yeah. we go. It's going to happen. For the last time, Brabili, please hold on for me. We're going for a quick break. It's a glimpse in eternity. A touch of paradise. It's radio unmatched. This is where great minds connect. We're asking life's biggest questions. This is Sir Max Network. We are Samex Network and we are thankful for you having joined this conversation. We are live on Mahikeng FM 96.7 on Northwest University FM 105.5 and on Kopanong FM and all our global audience on all the major podcast platforms across the world. I'm joined by a globally acclaimed entrepreneur, speaker and author, Billy Silikani. We are talking about the universal loss of money and thank you for all the messages that are coming through on the show today. Beautiful lesson, Samex. So inspirational. Thank Thank you, Sia Sia, all the way from Botswana. We thank you very much, uh, Sia Sia, as you are listening to us all the way from Botswana. And so many people are actually enjoying great show, Semex. Uh, one of my friends, Dr. Kaba, thank you very much for all the messages and all the people who are expressing their gratitude. Money, Brabili, will always be a very, a very important subject. I say to people, and I, I, I'm not sure how you would approach this one, to say we must... Okay, many of us, we've got to heal from the deficiency of money, of, 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 of lack consciousness. Yeah, let me say, of lack consciousness. We have to heal from it because it is those lessons, it is that programming that has been actually stored, that has been inculcated into our mind. And many of us, we have, to, we have to, we have to be liberated or to heal from that. Like you said, do you know that some people's biggest day problem, it's the payday. The payday, yeah. the temperature changes, you know, the diabetes, they become, just having money is a problem because they cannot just handle it. In fact, they themselves are an enemy towards money. Yeah. Well, I, I think one of the things that uh, people have to understand that uh, some people have to heal their money wounds. 
you know uh, and until you heal your money wounds you know it's like how how, how limits is so sabulele she causes infection isn't it yeah so so you need to find exactly what your 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 money wounds are what are the what are the blockages what are the what are the things that blocks you and remember what i said you said that your money framework comes from long time ago when you were a kid you know there are things that happened to you when you were a child and those things became the things that created um, the wounds that you you are you are experiencing and and until you deal with those man will always become elusive you know it will always always elude you you know because you 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 carry this pain and the manifestation of this pain it's where you know the money disappears and yeah. and i'll give an example that uh, uh, there are, there are some beliefs about money which causes those pains okay yeah. i'll give an example some people will say it takes money to make money i say no it takes daily to make money you know yeah. so people people who believe that it takes money to make money won't make money because they think they need money to make money yeah. okay others would use this thing that the, the money is the root of all evil you know and therefore yeah. that that stays in their brains and i say the lack of money is the root of all evil absolutely you know? absolutely okay the lack of it causes people to really become yes. bad, all right and some people would say my financial success depends on the job market and the economy okay so if the economy is bad i won't have money if the economy is good i'll have money i say to people you know let me let me, let me just give something strange here you know a lion is an arm you know he's a good yeah, and all yeah. you know i don't think that you can send a lion an email and say the economy of the bush is not good it must become a vegetarian mm-hmm. you you know a lion will never become a vegetarian that's not negotiable yeah so therefore why should you then say that your life is internally controlled and not you internally owned those are those are those, those are the wounds you know yeah. and and those wounds come from 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 the depth of 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 where you come from so there are some fundamental questions that you need to ask yourself to begin the healing process mm. the first one that you need to ask yourself is what was your your culture about money where you came from your family culture about money yeah you know that's the first question someone on who controls the money in your place was mm. it your mother or your father you know was money used as a reward and a punishment tool how was money used you know and as a child did you used to worry about money yeah now did your parents fight about money mm. you know i always say that universities teach everything but they don't have a course that says how to make money 101 how to save money 101 how to invest money 101 how to become wealthy 101 they don't teach that yeah because they don't know how to teach it you see so every one of us even i have my money blind spots but yeah. i'm 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 aware of them and therefore i deal with them actively because i'm aware of them absolutely you see what i'm trying to say so if there's a level of awareness how do you then deal with something mm. because i would say back here then you're going back to the same yeah. your relationship with with money is not healthy you know it's not healthy just, just just as we wrap up the show I, I normally tell this story in my in my sessions when i talk about money that my grandmother uh when they got their pension, I mean, at that time uh, in Buputatuana, they used to get that grant uh, quarterly, not monthly like now. So she mm. had a principle that she does not spend the money that comes in that day. So in other words, the money have to sleep over, then she will spend it the next day. So she used 
used mm. to be at a fight with my mother because my mother would say, no, may you are selfish, ing, ing. The grandmother would say, no, no, I don't have a problem. This money have to slip over, then we'll use it tomorrow. But only now mm. I realize that she was actually blessing the money. She was actually mm. communing with money because many of yeah. us, we don't have money because we curse our money. We say yeah. negative things and where mm. money is not appreciated, it develops wings and it flies away. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly that. Hundred percent. And 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 but but the thing is people must then raise their awareness about their money shortcomings. What yeah. are their money pains, their money wounds? Once you, you, you understand that, once you heal those, then you'll be begin the journey of accumulating it. But by the way, and you know, you must always understand that money is a tool. <laughs> yes. Just a tool that you use to do other things. It's a tool. This is Semex Network and the purpose of Semex Network is to bring all the top thinkers across the globe together. And one message saying, uh, coming through from one of my colleagues, Mr. Nick saying, good evening champions, tonight. God bless you, Semex and Tateselekani. Tateselekani, it's always a great pleasure to sip from your cup of wisdom. I'm so honored to have an association and to have this friendship with you. It's always a great pleasure to learn from you. How do those who want to contact you or reach you beyond this platform do so? They can go to my website, bilisilikani.com, or they can send an email directly to my office, it's pa at bilisilikani.com, or they can check my social media platforms, my Facebook and my LinkedIn, it's bilisilikani. Thank you very much, sir, and have a blessed one. It's an honor. Thank you, Bramax. Thank you very much. That's how we come to the end of this episode of Samex Network. Samex Network. That's how we come to the end of this episode. I certainly hope that you've enjoyed the show as much as I did. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for all the beautiful messages that came through. My guest today was Billy Selekani. We, every week, this is where great minds connect and we continue to ask life's biggest questions. And thank you very much for all those who were able to tune in on Mahikeng FM on the first university fm and kopanong fm and our global audience i see you what up on all the major podcast platforms and to the team thank you very much my technical producer as always is jerry masilela and my team the juke thank you very much d thank you very much i am sam x as far as the north pole is from the south we are bridging the knowledge gap from centuries past we inspire you to find your true north. From Timbuktu to Alexandria. From the city of Johannesburg to New York. From the Zulus to the Dogon people. We are disrupting the knowledge economy. We are Sir Max Network.